Hello and welcome to the Writing Sparrow podcast. I'm Serena Langer and this podcast is all about writing, publishing and marketing your book. Let's get started. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you so much for coming back. I hope you've had the best festive season and I hope you've had a really, really good start to the year. Um, this is episode 60 of the Writing Sparrow podcast and it is the 3rd of January 2022. Anyone else not quite sure when last year was? <laughs> I still think it's April 2021 but <laughs> always goes like that though doesn't it? Um, anyway so um, we have reached 1.5 thousand downloads on this little podcast so thank you so much everybody that happened about a week ago it was a very amazing email to see I can't believe it's been so many of you already um so yeah thank you so much and welcome back to all my returning listeners and hello and welcome to all new listeners um in case you're wondering the most popular episode is how to write poetry with Holly Descartes so if you're new and you're not sure where to start that may be a good one to check out. <laughs> so uh -huh, there's quite a lot to get through in this episode because it's, of course, a quarterly update, but it's also going to be the annual one for this entire year ahead. So there's a lot of goals to get through. And um, as always, if you would like to get in touch and share your goals with me, please do. I would love to hear what you're up to this year. Uh, first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you to Danny Hoots, my newest patron supporter. And of course, this episode is also going to be available a little bit early on Patreon with video, if you fancied seeing my face for this. <laughs> so, ooh, what to start with? Um, yeah, I've got quite a long list, as I've said. Let's start. Yeah. So last time we talked, I think I had just sent Blood Wisp off to my critique partners. No, that can't be right to beta readers. Uh, possibly just sent off advanced reader copies, actually. And um, I had a release date in mind, but I hadn't quite said anything officially yet. So that's out now. That's come and gone. Uh, it's been a really fun release date. So thank you so much to everybody who's pre-ordered the book bought the book after its release day, who's already reviewed it. Um, it means a lot. It's really nice to see so many people on board with it. And also nice to see so many people join me for the live event for it on Facebook. So that was very exciting because it was the first time I'd ever done that. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was really interesting. I think I talked for about an hour about Blood Wisp. I read the first chapter and <laughs> there was lots of exciting interesting things like that I also took some questions as it was happening for everybody who could join me and if you haven't seen it yet but would like to catch a replay that's available in my Facebook reader group and also on YouTube so uh, no actually before I move on I did really enjoy the Facebook live event as I've said it was the first time I've ever done it and I think I'm probably going to do this now for every book going forward. It was really good fun. And um, yeah, that's something to look forward to. That's for sure. <laughs> Could take a while though as well with all the um, decology books I'm planning. You might see me a lot. 
But um, yeah, if you would like to catch future ones, um, keep an eye on the reader group because I will be doing all of the live events in the reader group. So one thing I somehow didn't mention at all in my last update, even though I did it in October, is NaNoWriMo. How weird. So if you know me at all, you know that I can't just not do NaNoWriMo. So yeah, of course I did it. But I think last year, October, when I was doing the last episodes, I was kind of set on not doing it last year because there was a lot going on I was quite busy and I didn't think that I'd be able to do it but yeah of course I did not know be weird if I didn't wouldn't it so <laughs> so that's probably why I didn't mention it I actually thought of it very late last year too I think it was about a week before November and a friend asked me if I was doing it I said no nah, I'm not gonna do it this year and she said yeah you're gonna I know you so yeah you were right Beth I did it of course I did <laughs> Um, so what did I do for Nana? Did I write another book? Did I start a whole new thing? No. So I think because I didn't have as much time or felt like I wouldn't, I decided to do something a little bit differently. And I instead decided to experiment, which was new for me for NaNoWriMo. I think every other year I've either continued a work in progress or started a new book. This time, I did three separate experiments and they're all quite different for me. So one of them was, not two of them, two of them? What did I write? Yeah, two of, two of them. Two of them were inspired by um, Toby, who was on this podcast not too long ago. We talked about writing fan fiction. So one of the um, experiments that I did was a very very dark Pokemon fan fiction and I had a lot of fun with that and it really confused me actually in places because I was kind of starting to foreshadow things and that made no sense at all because I hadn't played that far ahead yet so uh, the experiment was kind of going alongside me playing the original generation I think it was Pokemon Red that I've got on my DS I'm gonna have to check it's red or blue you think I know, I'm pretty sure it's red, actually. So, yeah, the fanfic was kind of running along me playing it, which was very fun to do because it gave me very easy direction. I didn't have to plot it so much as just kind of report on what I'm doing, but also it's quite heavily story-based, of course, because that's what I do. It's what we all do, I guess, because we're all writers, so we wouldn't be here. And, um, yeah, it also got very dark very fast. I was very shocked by that, actually, <laughs> very surprised. And the second fanfic experiment that I've done, um, that fizzled out a lot faster. That was an Elder Scrolls universe one. Uh, I was writing a Khajiit and elsewhere. And in a way that was great, because if you don't know, Khajiit referred to themselves as this one a lot. So that was two words instead of just one, which is great, Anano, because you approach the 50K so much faster. But on the other hand, it actually kind of also made it a little bit harder to write because I found myself stopping quite often to consider how a Khajiit would phrase things. So that was interesting. And as I said, it fizzled out actually really fast. I think I only wrote about 10,000 words on that one, maybe 12,000, whereas the Pokemon one ended up being closer to 20,000. And um, neither one of those two is done. 
because I suppose in theory they could go on for a very long time. But I was fine with that because, as I said, they were on experiments. I just wanted to see how it would go. And um, I haven't continued either story since, <laughs> which isn't to say that I won't ever do it. I actually really enjoyed the Pokemon one, to be honest. So I might continue that at some point. I don't know. Um, we will see. And <laughs> the other experiment that I did was based in the same world as the ecology where I've written the first book off, but I haven't started editing it yet. And this experiment is set between books five and six. So I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. <laughs> and I, th I think I kept calling it a short story to myself, but to be honest with you, at roughly 24,000 words, it's really a novella. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, that really got out of hand, but I really, 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 really enjoyed that one. And um, it's the only experiment out of the three that's complete. So it's got a clear beginning, middle and end. It's the one that I've plotted the most. And the two things in there that I really experimented with were um, mythology, which maybe doesn't sound too new to me, because if you've read my books, you'll know that quite a lot of them, if not all of, well, all of them, have some kind of gods in them or some kind of mythology or something. But normally I make all of that up. So I don't normally lean on um, real world mythology, if you can call it that. So that was really interesting. And I found while I was doing my research for it that so many more ideas came up and so many things started to come together because I was basing it on real world mythology let's just stick with that and the other thing I experimented with was very new writing for me because it was smart yay <laughs> so yeah that was also interesting for me but it's I think it's been a very successful experiment I really enjoyed it and um <laughs> so this this well, not quite the 11th thing that I've written, but it's, um, as I said, it's part of the same decology. So the first book in the decology is my 10th book. So you'd think that by now I would know what my author voice is. <laughs> but I found that this novella really is the first time that I've really leaned into it. It feels like the most authentic thing I've written. So it's very exciting from that side as well. And I feel like all of my writing from now on is going to sort of go more into that direction. I feel like it's been very interesting and I'm going probably going to come back to it when I'm not sure how to approach any one book. And if you're curious about any of those experiments, I have made them available on Patreon exclusively. And I may never publish them anywhere else, but I thought on Patreon at least uh, I could upload those experiments. Um, so if you would like to read them, get over there. <laughs> uh, what else? Yeah, oh, yes, my word count update. So in my last quarterly updates, I have told you roughly how many words I've written in each of my writing sprints. I did three last year in total, and I have tallied everything up. And oh boy, it's amazing that my keyboard didn't break. <laughs> I know. You know, other writers obviously write a lot more than I do, and that is fine. Other writers write a lot less, and that's fine too. You don't need to, you know, aim for any one specific number when you set your word count goal. It's also fine to not set any word count goals. If that's not your thing, don't worry about it. Um, any words that you've written on any day 
a perfectly good progress. And if on any one day you don't write, that's also fine. So, um, you know, whether you want to hear my word counts in a second and think, damn, that's a lot, or whether you want to hear them and think, oh, damn, amateur, <laughs> it's completely up to you. So I have written 200,436 words last year. It's very surprised when I saw that tallied up. But I want to say with that, that it's kind of more of an estimation because the handwritten words from the short stories I did last year, they are in that. And I will not count every single handwritten word that I've done last year because I don't have the patience for it and I don't have the time for it. So those ones are estimates that have gone into it. Of course, all the words that I've written in Scrivener are 100% accurate, but because they've both come together, there's a little give or take. And the words that I have edited last year are 200,052. Whoa, again, actually very surprised that they are both so close together. Uh, I'm not sure how that happened because, you know, you, you might go, well, of course they're close together because you edit what you've written. So that makes sense. But actually, a lot of the things that I've edited last year would have been from books that I wrote the previous year. And likewise, first drafts that I've written in 2021, I haven't started editing yet. So it's not, you know, they're, they're not as similar as you might think. And likewise, I feel like I should mention with the edited words that, um, again, it's it's kind of more of an estimate because the word counts that I've added up are the number of words after I cut things, after the edit session. So if you include the things that I took out, it's possibly a little bit more, but then there's also the things that I edit. So I don't know. It, it probably probably comes out as roughly the same by the end of it, to be honest. And the last big-ish thing I started last year is a Facebook page for this podcast. Yay, we have a community online. <laughs> and um, yeah, if you would like to join us, it's called the Writing Sparrow Podcast, <clears throat> which makes perfect sense. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's been really nice to see our little community over there grow. It's still fairly small because it's also still pretty new. But if you would like to join us, then please get yourselves over there. So I'm asking for um, questions for future episodes. I will be asking for people to join me on this podcast as guests. And otherwise, I am very open to your suggestions. If you're over there and you think that there's something that I can do better or something that I can add, something that we can start doing, please tell me what it is, because I'm not actually right now sure what else I can do with it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be very grateful for that. Please join us. I'm hoping it'll be a fun place. And um, uh, yes, yeah, so on to my goals for this year and for this quarter. Um, writing goals first. So I have written the entire Bloodwist trilogy. So I'm currently going through the first big edit of the second book in the trilogy. That's Blood Song. Blood Bow was the last one all written i'm over halfway done with the first big edit of blood song so my big big goal for 2022 is getting both of those books published um as soon as i'm done with this first big edit and the first rewrites it will go to my critique partners and then once they've worked their magic it will go to my 
editor for an evaluation. Why an evaluation? Because I haven't worked with this editor before. I've changed editor. Fancy that. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see how we work together and also whether she thinks that we are a good match at all, um, which of course I hope, but you know, we will see. And um, yeah, that should be very exciting indeed. And um, speaking of the Bloodwurst trilogy, I'm also looking into finally catching up with my audiobooks. So Rise of the Sparrows has been out for a little while now, and I haven't really done any others. So for January specifically, I want to get the audiobook of Wardens of Arcos out there, which is the first sequel to Rise of the Sparrows. And I will also be looking at Bloodwurst right away because that's the last book that I've published. And then slowly over the course of next year, I want to get all of my books out there in audio format. So that'll be great. And um, yeah, I'm already booked in with my cover designer to do the covers for Blood, Wisp and Wardens of Arcos. So I will kick this off any day now. <laughs> and in Decology News, um, as you know, I've written the first draft of book 10, which is the first book in the decology. I need to find a good way to do this. It's very confusing, I admit. So <laughs> I want to start doing the first big edit sooner rather than later, because writing the novella for it has reminded me again how much I love the series. And to be honest with you, it's also a really nice change from spending so much time with Ewer in the Bloodwurst trilogy. As much as I love her, as much as I love the series, it's been a very long time coming. And it's just really nice to spend some time with different characters in a different world. And also in a fairly different genre, since the decology is going to be a um, paranormal urban fantasy, possibly with some smut thrown in and with a lot of mythology thrown in, but you know, actual real world mythology. So. I'm not sure if there's one genre that includes all of that, <laughs> possibly not. But um, yes, I'm really excited to come back to that and possibly publish that book between Blood Song and Blood Vow so that I can mix it up a little bit. And, um, and as I said, there's going to be 10 of those things. So I think the sooner I can start publishing those, the better. And of course, I'm also hoping to at least start plotting um, the first one or two sequels. So those will be books 11 and 12 overall and books two and three in this decology. See how this gets confusing? I need to find a better way to talk about that. Um, names would help, but I haven't named them yet. So my Patreon supporters have seen a potential name, but it's not set in stone. But I think my alpha reader quite liked it. So I will consider that I would probably stay along the same kind of lines but we will see it's still fairly early days again I've only written the first draft so there's so much still that can happen with that and um yeah but the the plottings of the plottings the plotting of the first one or two sequels I'm not sure yet if that'll be a quarter one thing because with the audiobooks and blood song going to a new editor there may you know it, it may well be April before I know it so yeah, we will see. I won't force anything. I mean, I've published seven books now this year. I might just get up to 10. So I don't think there's any rush. Um, I'm far from new to this by this point. So I really don't want to 
you, you know, rush things out. I've never wanted to do that anyway. So this is not the time to start. <laughs> and yes, I've already mentioned audiobooks are coming. Uh, I will be changing from um, Find Away Voices, which is who are used for Rise of the Sparrows. They are fantastic. And I love everything that they did. That it's such a fantastic job. But <laughs> it's also really really expensive to put together an audiobook so if you haven't listened yet to the mini series i did on audiobook creation there was one episode i did on my own that went from my experience of find away voices i also did a chat with um dana friedrich about all the different approaches that she's tried and um, i've seen so many of my indie author friends who've used um audible so amazon's audiobook arm branch either way and they've had really fantastic results on the two, and it's a lot more affordable for me. So I think especially now when I think of the ecology, I think I've already got seven books out. I'm hoping to get to at least nine this year. And then there's going to be another 10 at least. So when when I so I can't I do have to think at least a little bit in terms of how much all this is going to cost me. Um, you know, people don't like talking about it, but this is a business at the end of the day. So those are things that I do have to consider. Um, so I will be experimenting with that and hopefully it will go very, very well. And you will soon have all of my books available in glorious audio formats. That'll be awesome. So coming up on this podcast, let me have a quick look. Let me get up the, um, the list that I've got. So we've got quite a few things planned. So of course, now I went down to one episode every two weeks a little while ago. So 2022 should see us up to episode 85, which doesn't seem that much more somehow. <laughs> so this now is episode 60, but um, yeah, 25 more, not bad. <laughs> and we've got some very exciting chats coming up. We've got something finally, we've finally got something on marketing with Lindsay Hall. I've finally got something on self-publishing with Elena Schiles and there's so many other awesome topics coming up as well so we've got something on um, doing a successful book launch we've got something on world building something on patreon for authors and of course every quarter is going to have a new writing routine and um, speaking of which uh, the first writing routine chat of this year will go live in two weeks I haven't quite found an author for this yet but um, by the time you're hearing this I will have asked in the Facebook group all the more reason to get over there <laughs> if you want to be on here. And um, yeah, so that'll be very, very exciting. I love doing the writing routine chats in case you couldn't tell. And, um, so I'm excited to see who I get to talk to and learn from this year. And da -da -da, what else have I got? Yes. So in terms of this podcast, I also want to get the community involved a lot more. So the Facebook page is still very new. And um, as I've said, I'm doing a few things on there, like ask for um, theme suggestions. People can submit questions for the individual episodes. I'm going to be asking for guests on there. But I would like to involve the community a lot more. That's on Facebook, as well as on Instagram, and as well as on Patreon as well. Um, well, Patreon already gets every episode a few days early. So these tend to air on Mondays, which, of course, you know, I'm guessing. <laughs> 
but Patreon tends to get them the Friday before, so they do already get that. And they also get longer episodes. They get the extended editions, which sometimes are more than twice as long. So, um, and, and these updates, um, they get in Gloria's video. Hello. <laughs> so I'm already doing a little bit more on there, but there's probably always something else that I can do. So if you have suggestions on how I can work with this lovely community even more please let me have them i'm very open to ideas so coming up as i said the next chat will be in two weeks and um it will be a writing routine chat um i haven't invited anyone on for it yet i've got a few ideas and i will also be opening it up to the facebook group and to patreon and if no one volunteers anywhere i will also open it up to instagram but um I'm very hopeful as always, so that will be in two weeks, but this is it for now, I think. Yeah, it doesn't look like I've missed anything. So have a fantastic first full week of January, everybody. Have a fantastic start to the year. And may we double our numbers this year, maybe get to 3,000 downloads at least, maybe more. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> So thank you so much for listening, everybody. I hope you're enjoying this podcast, whether you're a new listener or a returning one. Uh, if you do, it'd be a really big help and it'd be really great of you if you could rate or even review this podcast. That helps other writers decide whether this is right for them. And in fact, if you know someone who would find this episode or this whole podcast helpful or interesting, please also share it. Word of mouth is still the best way to recommend things, of course, as writers know. <laughs> And I would really love it if you wanted to stay in touch on social media. All of the links are in the show notes or just use the hashtag The Writing Sparrow Podcast or find us on our brand new Facebook page, which I will now stop going on about. <laughs> uh, keep writing, Sparrow. And remember that you only fail when you stop learning and trying. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Have a great start to your year. Bye.